on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Let's get back to High Tide. It is five minutes after... Okay. <laughs> it is five minutes after six here on High Tide. Look at the grin on well, his face. I'm just doing what Jono said. The weather, the weather forecast, Broken Bay to Port Hacking. Just recapping for you. West to northwesterly, 10 to 15 knots. Shifting south to southeasterly, 15 to 25 knots in the morning. Seas below a metre. This is uh, for the Sydney area. Increasing to one to two metres during the morning. Swell will be north easterly at one to 1.5 decreasing to around 1 up around uh, Cape Morton to Point Danger. Northerly 10 to 15 knots reaching up to 20 knots south of uh, Point Lookout in the afternoon seas around 1 metre. It is a short period swell up there, only about 6 seconds so do take note, mostly sunny. Kieran? Yes and don't forget the tides low tide here at Fort Denison in Sydney Harbour will be at 7.33 this morning, 0.67 of a metre. The high will be at 13.23, 1.27 of a metre. And another low late tonight, 7.13, of a metre. Don't forget the race tips, courtesy of Talk and Sport. Race 5, number 7, and take the Quinella, 7 and 8. 7 and 8 is the Quinella. Um, Mr. Blake, there was a few requests that have come through this morning, um, yeah. requesting that I post that photograph uh, with the beautiful sunset in the background of Kalara. So I have done that. I'm not sure I spelled Kalara correctly. Is it double L or single L? No, Golf, Oscar, Oscar, Lima, Alpha, Romeo, Alpha. Cool. I'll, I'll fix that up. I'll, I'll edit it. <laughs> <laughs> We, we've been stirring Kieran up this morning, so we thought no, we should get no. a professional to do that. So there's a gentleman oh, standing oh, by to have a chat to you. Mark Benaziak, good morning. <laughs> good morning, all. Good morning, Kieran. How are we doing, Mark? <laughs> we're we're oh, trying very hard this morning. Uh, well, Stevie Bowler was. He's, he gave it his best shot that we should uh, remove Moriarty. Well, I reckon we should remove the uh, advisors to Moriarty, the executives, as well. Yeah, look, uh, they're not yeah, doing would, their job. I would, I would agree with that as well. You know, the the anger uh, and frustration over this decision has just continued to continue to grow as I've sort of continued to step out um, videos highlighting, I guess, how incompetent. Uh, she is, and how incompetent the department is in this decision. Um, I see you've all also shared one of those videos to you, to your Facebook page as well, where you had the director actually trying to trying to make the insulting insinuation that Spiros and divers were somehow mistakenly uh, misidentifying um, Blue Groper with the, something like the crimson branded uh, RAS. <laughs> and um, you know they are nothing alike. So the, chalk and cheese. Well, that's it. So the director was either deliberately trying to mislead. Um, He's from South Australia, isn't he? You're talking about Sean Sloan. Yeah, yeah. So he was either deliberately trying to mislead uh, the conversation and and essentially try and save the minister from her own stupidity um, on this decision by somehow saying, "Oh well." You know, people are mistaking one fish for another when clearly you would never mistake those two fish for for another. Oh. Um, or the other option is he actually doesn't know what he's talking about, and, and but neither are are a good uh, uh, outcome. So 
Um, he had to be called out for that this week, and he has been. And, he was and rightly, he was moved on from South Australia, remember? Yeah, well, that's that's right. He did come to us with a cloud over his management of the the snapper fishery, um, and you know there are similar clouds forming over his management of, of Mulloway as well um, in this state. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of anger, a lot of anger brewing over this. Um, I see no reason why the minister should keep her position. She clearly has made no effort to get across her portfolio, despite my best efforts to put good people in front of her um, to help her along um, and, and give her the right advice. She's she's sort of thrown all that in my face with this decision yep. um, and, and totally disrespected the fishing fraternity. I'll go down um, this lane, Mark. Yeah. All right. Okay, we we have come to the conclusion that her and the directors or the chief executives are, are not performing. Now, this will fall back on the shoulders of Chris Mims, right, and his government. Yeah. Because the people, there's a, a million voters there that will say, hey, you can't organise to run the fishing to get that right. How in the bloody hell are you going to keep running the state? So uh, well, there's, 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 I know there's, and he doesn't answer there. his calls. We we put a request for him to come on the program. I just want to have a chat. That's to, him to an general. advisor, though. That's to an advisor. Well, he, you know. he, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he hasn't answered his emails. The minister hasn't answered her emails, despite her her throwing these motherhood statements out at least close to a hundred times during the hearings, saying, "Oh, I'm willing to engage with recreational fishermen." Well, well, they've sent you emails. They they've tried to make phone calls with the office and organise meetings, and you haven't and you haven't responded. So I I call BS on 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 that. Um, and what I guess what a lot of the recreational fishermen are, are saying to me now, after they they've seen this latest instalment of what happened in estimates, they're they're likening this to the ridiculous decision that was made years ago with the grey nurse sharks and the and the dodgy dodgy Nick uh, Otway uh, hmm. uh, science that was done there that ended up being reported to ICAT because there was there was some serious misgivings about it. I said um, to you they're, last they're, week they're, they're pointing to that they're pointing to that same. There's a misappropriation. There's a misappropriating. The funds that were delivered and paid by the recreational fishermen, and then uh, let's go back to how come they overrun it. <laughs> was never to be run by fisheries. Was or set up recreational fishing license was fed up to be run by a different group of people, never yeah. under the control of fisheries. And somehow yeah. or other, one of the ministers back a little bit, without mentioning the names, uh, managed to uh, swallow it, you know, and take yeah, it on board it and. Um, I yeah, think so it's a waste of time. We are paying a fishing licence for incompetence. Well, clearly, and that's evidenced by what happened in, in, in estimates. The only thing that the Minister has been able to achieve with her performance in estimates is unite all the different fishing groups against her. You know, I've got the Stop the Lockout guys fired up. I've got Recreational Fishing Alliance fired up. I've got the, the Spiros through USFA fired up. Um, and they're all turning their attention of displeasure towards the minister and the department. Well, I'm not, pleased to see not, Stan Constantinus is involved. Yeah, then they are, they are ropeable. 
Um, and as I said, they're liking this to the decision on the drain of the sharks, and they're realising that this has actually turned fisheries management on its head and turned it back into the dark ages where you know we're now managing now managing fishery not based on science, but when the science doesn't you know prove the point that we want to make, we're apparently going to go to emotion and 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 use that as an angle to to ban things. Okay, uh, let's hope next people don't like. Let's hope next week, uh, come Monday, Mims has had, uh, had a listen to what we've had to say and he takes some action and uh, removes those that are in question. Well, look, I, yeah, I hope so. I've been encouraging anyone on Facebook that can actually identify the difference between a blue groper and a crimson-branded RAS to send their, their CV uh, for the job of Director of Fisheries to the Minister. <laughs> um, because, you know, clearly... <laughs> That position needs to be filled with someone that actually knows what they're talking about. Does she know a sheep from a cow? I, I doubt it. I've, I've yet to see any evidence uh, to prove <laughs> that, Kieran. Um, so yeah, it's a yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a worry. She probably think a tomato plants a weed. <laughs> quite, Move quite, on. Quite, quite possibly. <laughs> quite possibly. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Now, what's happening in the in the world? Let's get off the soapbox. What? What? Tell us something constructive or of some good news. Let's have a good oh, well, news day. Oh well, look. Um, I guess the only thing that seemingly positive came out of estimates was that when I quizzed uh, the director of fisheries about uh, the trout situation, we spoke about that a few weeks ago about mm-hmm. people being concerned about the stocking of trout being reduced, he, he committed and said, no, they're not being reduced. We've just moved it to different parts of the river um, and there'll be the same amount of stocking. Um, and, he, and he did commit to, you know, acknowledging the importance of of um, trout for the, you know, for those uh, those regions in terms of tourism and, and, and recreation. So that was probably one one positive, positive thing, but that was probably after all the brow beating I gave him. Um, on other issues prior to that, he, he probably wanted to end on a positive note. Um, but I guess from the party perspective, we've got a lot going on um, this this weekend. We're all you know we're all spread across the state on on different shows and events. Um, my colleague Rob, he's down at the Goldwood Show. Um, our state organiser Luke, he's out at Mudgee and. Um, if you want to come and have a chat to me, you can come and see me at the Abellus Gun Shop. Uh, today they've got a, uh, a deer fever day and there's free barbecue and we'll be there as well with free memberships. So if you want to come and have a chat, um, you can come see me up at the uh, Abellus Gun Shop in Campbelltown. Um, so, but yeah, there's a lot, a lot going on in the party space that's positive. Um, and you know, well done to the Minister of Fisheries for uniting everybody uh, <laughs> in the fishing space behind behind SFF. Are you there? Yeah, 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 I'm there. She's done a good job of that, hasn't she? Uniting everyone. Yeah, well, that's 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 it. She, um, you know, everyone, everyone's now starting to realise that this is not just about uh, one species of fish. That it's how the decision was made, and that sets a very dangerous precedent for any decisions on any other type of fishing or, or species of fish that we can take or not take. Um, it, it's it's sets a very dangerous precedent about those decisions. 
So everyone's now awake. So well done, Minister. <laughs> you've achieved one, you've achieved one thing in in eighteen months. Well, again, I say it falls back onto the shoulders of Mims. He's the one who allocates these um, portfolios. Yep. Um, you know, I, we once had a, a sales manager who appointed all these different salesmen and who couldn't perform, and that fell back on the shoulders of the bloke who didn't have the ability. And I think that's where Mim's at. He hasn't got the ability to work out those that can, can um, act on the portfolio that they take. Well, that's you know, it. Yeah, and then that's all, Airbus has got to do something about him. Yeah, well, you take... You, you... But I guess there's also a responsibility. You take on a you take a, on a job, a minister's job. You should do, make your ever effort to actually get yourself across the portfolio. And she has she has not done that. You know, me me as a crossbench member. You know, did I know everything about fishing? Did I know everything about forestry or water or farming? No, but I did my darndest to actually talk to the right people and learn and and do lots of reading and try and understand. You know the issues that you know I was representing, and she has she hasn't done that. She's the minister of the crown. That's yeah. that's the big thing. Is the portfolio too big for her? I think. Look, I've, should I've should fisheries stand be a standalone portfolio? I've, I've I've always pushed for the fisheries to be a standalone uh, portfolio, um, regardless of whether she was the minister or Adam Marshall or Doodle Saunders was the minister. I've always pushed that it should be a standalone. Uh, uh, fisheries portfolio, but um, I can see no evidence that she's actually made any effort to get across her portfolio, mm. and I'm not the only one. It was a pretty unanimous decision across all the committee members uh, of that budget estimates that that was one of the worst performances ever, and she had she had, had no idea about her own portfolio. Let's send her so. one of those little children's animal books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, this is farming. Yeah. <laughs> what the farmers want. Mate, we're going to go. No worries. I, I get into trouble here. He's cutting my throat for talking so long. So <laughs> I better move on and we'll catch up with you next week. Yeah, no worries, guys. Talk to you then. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Fuck, but there. Isn't it funny, Alan? Um, it's my fault. I, I shouldn't have brought out that yeah. soapbox to him. We couldn't get a word in. <laughs> then when Mark stops talking and Kieran's run out of questions, there's a giant hole and you and I are like sitting there going, well, I've made my coffee. Oh, hang on a sec. We're doing this radio show, right? <laughs> For any, uh, We've had a, a stack of uh, comments on the Facebook page. Uh, put put up that photo um, that you passed on with the sunset with uh, Galara. Um, now, Interesting. The boat was is one of three class. I know you because you've told me this pilot vessels was built between fifty six and fifty eight at Goat Island by the old MSB, and yeah. uh, it worked as a pilot cutter until nineteen seventy nine. Made of uh, spotted gum, and there there was three of them built. You actually seen you've well you own one, but you are you I'm sure you told me you saw one of the others as well. Yeah, I've seen uh, the Gundawindis, Gundalu. Uh, sorry. Kundalu is down in Tasmania. Deb Tuttle's got her, and her and her husband are doing it up at the moment. It's still an original guys, um, but they're working on it. 
and the other sisters uh, started to be converted across to a passage maker as well. So they built the boats to last in those days. They certainly did. And you can check out that on our Facebook page and uh, you can also follow him on Marine Traffic, although don't text him and tell him you're doing that because then he threatens to switch off his AIS so you can't stalk him. <laughs> this is High Time. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Talking Sport, weekdays from three. The pressure lays with those that have got some major signings. That would include my old joint, the Bulldogs, got the coach Cameron Serrato on the line. I don't have to tell you about that word pressure, but how are you handling it after the tough back end of last year? Oh, I enjoyed a lot of parts of last year and I learned a lot of lessons as well, but they're doing a lot of hard work, enjoying each other's company and they're working together. I'm really enjoying going to work every day and being part of it. This is 2SN. I talk to many passionate Australian cricket supporters, not one disappointed fan, not one. The big winner, obviously, is Test Cricket, as we all agree. The 12 overs, the way he did, at express pace, never let up. He was unbelievable. I work outside in a million degrees every day taking care of high rise resort gardens and I put the radio on in the afternoon, you kick in at 2 o'clock and, and I just don't notice what's going on around me. I just have a chuckle and power through the last couple of hours. Whew. So thank you very much for doing that. Talking Sport, weekdays from 3. Thursday night, the Newcastle Knights host the Canberra Raiders at McDonald Jones Stadium. Can Kalen Ponga and the Knights pick up where they left off last season? He goes to the line, fits give it offload. He found man who's got There's support. Kalen Ponga, Kalen Ponga under the post. Or will the Raiders spoil the party? Right hand side, Tarmody. Tarmody takes the ball. He's got to offload if he can. He, he does. Whitehead's got the ball. Ponga. NRL Nation Thursday night on Two SM. Hi, it's Shelley Craft. For locally made gift ideas that shine like green and gold, check out Australian Made's top Aussie products. The go-to resource to find the very best Aussie made goodies. From handcrafted homewares and accessories to innovative Aussie inventions, you'll find a top Aussie product for every occasion. Each one carries the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo, so you can be sure it's genuinely Aussie. Hop to australianmade.com.au forward slash top Aussie and support local while you shop. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 98 08 56 73. Don't miss Mark Vincent performing the best so far. Celebrating all of his greatest hits since Australia's Got Talent. This will leave you breathless. Mark Vincent Live, Saturday, May 4th at the Joan Penrith. Book now at thejoan.com.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 24 minutes after 6 in New South Wales, 24 after 5 in Queensland. Still to come on this pro- uh, program today, I'm going to catch up with uh, Josh from Shimano and talk about some of the latest products that they have on the shelves. And we're also going to catch up with Paul Burt a little bit later. Alan? 
That sounds good to me, but uh, at the moment, let's go to Queensland and find out how peaceful it is with Kieran being in Sydney. <laughs> morning, Swanee and Yvonne. Good morning. morning. Uh, the Black Prince travelled to the Southlands, and once again, peace and serenity reigned on the northern village. <laughs> See, Kieran, it's not just me. <laughs> Uh, Alan, I bet he's sitting there shaking his head. I don't know what you're going to be doing in another hundred years when I'm not here. (laughs) Alan, you were spot on. He was sitting there shaking his head as you said it. (laughs) How are you, Sharon? Good? I'm good. Yep, I'm all fired up. I'm ready to go. I can walk on water at the moment. Would you? (laughs) Yeah, I might have trouble once they nail me up, but at the moment I've got no holes in my feet. Don't scare the fish while you're walking on the water, mate. No, I'll tread gently. <laughs> all right, then, fellas. I will yeah. be like Scotch mist. <laughs> okay. Fishing up there at Maroochydore. Yeah, well, we've had uh, pretty good weather during the week. Um, it's blowing up a bit in the afternoons, but you know, if you get out early enough, um, at least it's how east has seemed to have dropped off. Uh, they say it's going to go around to the east nor'east today and a bit more northerly tomorrow, but uh, if you get out not till later in the in the day, so get out early and do it. And uh, it, it's been a little bit quiet outside. Um, I've spoken to quite a few people and uh, on the marlin scene, even over the full moon, which uh, uh, usually fishes very well uh, in uh, February last weekend, um, just the odd little black was raised, a few jumped off, but uh, nothing much happened really at all. So it's been a pretty quiet season for Marlin. But uh, I spoke to Jay yesterday and he agreed. Uh, he's been out several times and I think they've only caught a couple of little blacks so far this season. They've had a few raised and, and uh, like I say, a few jumped off. But uh, yeah, um, there are plenty of mackerel at the moment, but the trouble is the, the season's closed again, so uh, we've got a, until the 21st of the month, um, which is a shame. It's sort of, you just get used to catching a few, and uh, then they close it again, with the powers that be. But uh, I suppose they've got good reason for it. Um, is it closed down there at, um, uh, at the Gold Coast as well? So it's all the Queensland... East Coast? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the 1st till the 21st. They opened it for eight days or seven days. Um, and there were quite a few caught out the front here um, on the close-in roofs, uh, Currumundi roof and the nearings and, and around the blinker market. Uh, there were some nice mackerel, some big mackerel too. As well. But uh, there's plenty of dolphin fish out there around the... the um, the fads and the and the blinker master, uh, blinker markers, um, yeah, heaps of dolphin fish. So there's plenty for lazy if you want to have a crack at them. There's a lot of long-tailed tuna being taken too. Uh, Talking to a couple of young fellas uh, down at the ramp the other evening, and they were throwing a cast net and catching a heap of herring. I said, "What are you going to fish inside?" He said, "No, we're going outside." Um, and that was uh, yesterday. They were going outside. He said they were getting some really good. Uh, a lot of tuna and uh, the odd mackerel, but uh, and a lot of bottom fish, um, just your usual suspects. Uh, a few uh, small snapper. The big snapper haven't moved in yet, but the water's still around 26 degrees, so when the water temperature drops, you'll get the uh, bigger snapper moving into the close-in reefs along with the pearl perch. But uh, there's a few small t- uh, snapper and a few pearlies 
uh, Tuskies. Um, only on the uh, current Monday's been fishing very well. Uh, Murphy's also fishing pretty good. Uh, the beach is a little bit quiet, just a few whiting, uh, plenty of dart. A couple of nice views taken too on the full moon last week uh, off the northern uh, beaches, north of the Maroochee. Um The river's just a little bit quiet at the moment too. Um, there's still a good run of whiting down around uh, uh, Twin Waters. Uh, most fishing of the night time with live boats uh, uh, picking up a few fish. Um, there's been a couple of... Um, Barramundi taken too, but of course they've got to go back. They're still on the closure. Um, it seems every time you turn around, there's a closure of some sort. Uh, still a few flathead around too. Um, just troll hard-bodied lures uh, along the edge of the mangroves. You get a feed of flathead. Um, plenty of jacks too, of course, the full moon period. That was last weekend, but they'll slow down a bit now that the moon's gone over. But uh, some really nice fish... Uh, taken around the creeks and around the, around the bridge pylons. Uh, just the odd school view too in the cod hole. Um, the crabs. Uh, I put the crab here on those. I put the crab pot in last Friday night. Oh, yeah. I put it in on the full moon. Um, I pulled it out. I put it in about half past six, pulled it out at three in the morning. I've had eight crabs in the net uh, in the pot for seven jennies and one undersized buck. So, of course, I had to all go back, so I thought I'll try again. So I put it in on Sunday night, and I went one better. I had nine, uh, nine crabs for eight journeys and one undersized buck. So uh, there just seemed to be a big run of journeys at the moment. Like uh, Nature creates a balance, and we come along and stuff it up. But I'm not going to talk about buddy that anymore, except... Uh, uh, I don't know, the powers of beat, they seem to be very quick to make oh, a bad... Don't start him again. Don't start him again. <laughs> but very slow to make a good one. Anyway, yeah, it's just like that. There was, uh, there was a couple of... Um, uh, well, one, actually, one nice spread in salmon taken too by a whiting fisherman who caught it on a yabby uh, on, on whiting gear-like gear, so I had a bit of fun with that. Uh, they're very good eating too. They reckon they eat better than barramundi. I haven't tried them, but... Hopefully, I, I hooked one a few years ago down uh, near the Black Banks fishing for brim, and uh, he jumped me off actually and snapped the line. He was like, I was only using about uh, four kilo lines for brim, and he, he made a mess of me. A uh, big, a uh, big salmon. Yeah, that's about it, fellas. It's just been, it's been a little bit quiet, but uh, uh, we're on the change over the moment. The brim should start very shortly, and. Uh, yeah, we'll have a bit of fun with those. Um, get Kieran out there, put him on the wharf. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll do you a favour. I'll, I'll tell you, courtesy of Talk and Sport here on, from the 2SM, uh, the races at Randwick, race five, number seven, and do the Cornella seven and eight. Uh, we're the ones that do you a favour, mate. Go, well, I'm, 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 I'm just passing on talking and Sport. Yeah, Yvonne, Yvonne gives you winners all the time when you're up here, especially. Oh, he keeps that quiet. Yeah. He keeps that quiet. Taylor Marshall, fifteen to one, wasn't it, or something? Yep, yep. Last week, yep. Last week, yeah. Very good. Trouble. 
I got it, yeah. Thanks, Wally. Before I, I get into trouble. See you, Yvonne. Oh, all right, then. Uh, Uru. <laughs> Uru kangaroo. <laughs> Mr. Blake, uh, I want to get a – we need to get a, uh, a Al's tip of the week off you. Because oh. I've got a tip for you on the end of this. Okay, anchoring. Oh, yes, um, please. Well, you <laughs> very contentious thing. People think, oh, just go and drop the anchor. It'll, it'll hold us in place. You really want – if you're in – 10 metres of water, you want a good 30 metres of chain and rope out. If you don't put three to one or even four to one if it's rough water, odds are it won't hold. So uh, don't be bashful. Don't go off. Oh, it's 10 metres to put 20 metres of rope and chain out. That'll hold me. It won't. And then you'll start moving, especially if you're in a crowded situation uh, where there's boats around. Put more out is better. You'll you'll learn how they swing and what happens with the tide and the current. But yeah, three to one or four to one on your anchor rope and chain. Yeah, three to one's the minimum. Um, is yes. it is it recommended? I've I, I, I seen this on the internet, okay, so you can shoot me. It's five to one what, they, what is recommended? No, five to one in bad weather. Yeah. Yes, not a problem. But look, it depends on on the anchor you've got and the chain you've got and the bottom and what's going on. And a lot of the times you've got to set the anchor. Well, don't just drop it and they go, oh, it'll hold me. Yeah. A lot of the different anchors you've actually got to set them. So you put a bit of weight on until you pull it and you feel the boat stop. And it's an easy thing to learn that you look around and have a look at somewhere off the boat to the shore and see if you're moving or if you're stable type of thing. Yeah. Thanks, Alan. Now, my tip for you is Kieran wants to do a live uh, broadcast from one of the gun shows, and I'm tipping you're sitting next to him, not me. Thanks. (laughs) On the other side of this, we're going to catch up with Josh Carpenter from Shimano. Stick around. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au. One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 04066. 71359. Hey you, right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical, dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester, luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peters. Scanpan Cookware, Rydell Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware, Stanley Rogers Cutlery and Sheridan Towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week or shop online. Petersofkensington.com.au 
Why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Big Deal Touring presents Havashi Pure Piano Tour. Havashi features stunning visuals, utilizing state-of-the-art lighting design and LED screens to create a concert experience like no other. New released price tickets starting at $79. Havashi, a virtuoso pianist and composer. Live, Wednesday, May 22, Sydney Opera House. Book now. SydneyOperaHouse.com Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at ClubMarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at ClubMarine.com.au on 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. For those of you that were tuned in last week, you remember we caught up with Josh Carpenter, the events coordinator at Shimano, who's talking about some new products that have just been released. And today he joins us back online. G'day, Josh. How are you going? Good, Grant. Thanks for having me on again. Has it all been work or you have been out fishing and had a bit of fun? Yes. Yep. Great weekend on the water last weekend. Uh didn't do as well as I would like to have, but uh, that's always the way. It was great to get out on the water with mates and, you know, have a good time, get some fishing done. So you weren't the beast master, excuse the pun. <laughs> no, not at all. That's what we're going I to saw talk about. the beasts, but I did not master them. <laughs> I saw the beast, but did not master them. Well, that's what we're going to talk about this week, the beast master. What is a beast master? Tell me, give me the rundown. So the Beastmaster is uh, Shimano's like premium electric reel range. Uh, we the Beastmaster nine thousand the the previous model last year at after we released the nine thousand B, uh, which was uh, an upgraded model, obviously, and and the latest and greatest electric fishing um, deep water has become it's a fast growing part of you know Australian fishing guys. Now, whether you're, you know, bombing the, the abyss for ooglies for the table or, you know, we've got guys up north that are, you know, trying to get Red Emperor and uh, Nanagai away from sharks, um, it's a very popular thing. Electric fishing's just taken off and we've actually brought out the Beastmaster 12,000 MD this year. So we're really looking forward to getting that in the market. You know, it's interesting when when they when I first heard about the electric reel, uh, I think it was Paul Burt uh, that was talking about it, and I'm thinking to myself, that's a he's bit our like, man. yeah, he's our man. And I thought to myself, that's a bit like you know the electronic winches winch handles for yachts. You know, like if you're not going to sail, right? If you're not going to wind, what the hell are you doing on a yacht? Buy a motorboat, you know. But he pointed <laughs> out that deep sea fishing, you know, like it's it's a long way down, and it's it's not you know it, it, some might say you know would come across as cheating but it's far from that it's about about saving your own body mechanics from from being damaged because you can be winding for a long long time the sheer depths that like so paul and also his brother doug burt um both big electric fishermen if you look around you'll probably see uh some videos hopefully by the time this comes out of 
uh, Paul and Doug fishing around the Gold Coast. So they're big proponents of of electric reel fishing. And yes, like you say, it's it's really deep. When you're talking two, three, four, five, six hundred meters deep, that is a long way to crank by hand and wind something up. So and the, the weights they're using are. are so to get something that deep, obviously the the weight they're using is you know quite heavy. Yeah, that's a lot of work. So whilst it could sort of look like cheating, it's uh, most definitely not. Like yeah, I think that a lot of smart anglers, you, you know, even even relatively shallow water like a hundred meters, it, it's just it's very popular now for for kingfish as well as, as they do have a jigging function. So you can actually set it to do the jigging for you and. You know, it tends to be people are looking for a, a feed. You know, if you're a pure sport fisherman and you just do it for the sport, well, that's one thing. But if, you know, you're doing it to feed the family or that's, the, you know, part of the end goal of going out there, then electric fish, electric reel fishing might be for you. Well, every Joe that's going to get out there, you know, once every month or once every fortnight, you know, when the, the CEO allows them to go out, I mean, they're, they're not going to have the, the muscle memory for those sorts of things. And I, even at 100 metres, that is a lot of line that's it out, is. especially with that weight on. You get, you get your fish up, you're going to be pretty much you know, stuff for a fair fair amount of time. There's going to be recovery period after that. So this keeps you in the game. Yes, most definitely. And and as I said before, also that there's areas in Australia where, you know, getting them up quick, um, getting them away from sharks is is something that the guys are thinking about as well. Because if you've got, you know, a red emperor, which is probably the tastiest fish you're ever going to catch and eat, uh, and they're getting eaten by sharks halfway up because you can't pull them up fast enough, yeah, again, uh, whilst it might only be 80, 90 metres deep, you know, you, you want that fish in the boat. And <laughs> even fit guys like me might not have the, the energy to do it. Comparatively, what do they price out compared to, you know, your standard reel? So they do tend to have a lot more working parts. They are definitely at the higher end of the market. But, um, look, if you're spending... You know, there's a lot of guys that spend $100,000 on a boat to go out and, and catch those kind of fish anyway. Yeah. So comparatively, you know, if you're looking in that sort of $2,000 range uh, for a reel, um, it, you know, it does it will pay for itself in fillets if that's what you're after, that's <laughs> for sure. Now, now, you used to work in the service department at Shimano. So my, my question would be to you, we know with the, the Shimano with Shimano gear of, of, of all types, not just their fishing gear, but everywhere, up. Uh, you know, quality is so important. And this, as you say, it's got more mechanical parts. So what what reassurances do I have that I'm not going to go out and I'm going to make the investment and this thing's just not going to break down tomorrow? So all the reels that Shimano sells in Australia are all covered by our 10-year warranty. Um, any problems you do have that are based around, you know, you do have problems, you can send them in, you can get them fixed. We always cover parts for reels for at least 10 years. So overseas where they won't necessarily do a 10-year warranty, they might uh, stop making parts after seven years. We order enough to make sure that we're always going to be able to back up any warranty or service issues for the 10 years of life of a reel. So that's something when you buy a Shimano also that you can always count on is, is that after-sale service. Um, we're the fastest in the business. I don't mind, you know, sounding all high and mighty about that but the fact is we are the fastest sometimes it can be you know slow but it's 
the fastest. Hey, Josh, I'd think less of you if you weren't proud of the company you worked for at the end of the day. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so at that, that, that sort of a deal, um, you know, you, you know that you've got a, a product that is going to last and should um, the unlikely event happen of, of something going wrong. There, there's plenty of backup service. And what, they just take it back to where they bought it from or would they contact you direct yeah, or how, how does it work? Yep, take it back to the store that you bought it from. Um, they'll usually send it in. When it comes to warranties, especially um, if there is something like that, which is very rare, um, we're almost apologetic. I'm so sorry this happened to you. We'll get that fixed and we turn them around as quick as we can. That's a so, yeah, as way. I said, we, we yes, we back up, we back all our products, and and in the unlikely event that there is a problem, uh, we'll fix it. So you can tip us into the Beastmaster. Yes. Yep, I, <laughs> they're fun to get into, I can tell you that. Coming from a service background, it is like a little, they're all like a puzzle. There's so many hidden screws to get into them. But, uh, yeah, once inside, they're actually, they're not as complicated as you would imagine. They do have a little computer on the top, um, so your counter unit, and then your motor are sort of your two biggest parts. But other than that, believe it or not, an electric reel is quite similar to just a bait caster. Is it something like that's a regular bait cast reel? Yeah, like with your, with your bait caster and stuff like that. I know people will pull them apart at home and have a bit of a fiddle. Is is the Beastmaster something you can do that with, or best leave that to the experts? I would advise not to do that. <laughs> Definitely, like as I said, there are so many hidden little screws. Um, it took me a while. Once once I learned, and again, I have all the parts right behind me that if I do make a mistake, I'll just pull a new part out and do it. If you're at home on the, the table or out in the shed and you lose something or break something, it's not as easy for you to, to fix. Whereas, you know, so there was a bit of a learning curve for me. But, uh, yeah, once you get it, it's they're surprisingly simple in that, yeah, if, if it, if it happens to need a new motor, you just pop a new motor in. Yeah. Easy as that. Well, I have been known to uh, solder using, you know, a, a fair amount of flux, some some good soldering <laughs> and, and a blowtorch, you know. So I reckon it's probably best that I leave it up to the experts. Yes, most definitely. Josh, thanks so much for joining us. We do appreciate you uh, popping along to have a talk about the Beastmaster. We'll look forward to catching up with you next week. Awesome. Thank you, Grant. I'll talk to you then. Josh Carpenter there from Shimano, our major sponsor. We'll be back right after this break. Brent Bultitude. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is not the first and he won't be the last politician to tell his constituents fibs. They promise the world they know they can't deliver it and they make themselves look like absolute idiots because people just distrust them forever. The old not locking your car story, eh? Yeah, the car's pretty years old, and he come in the shop and got me, said he wanted to talk to me, and booked me $61 for not loving it. <laughs> Surely they've got bigger fish to fry, haven't they? Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners, and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. 
View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Weddings and other group functions are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. In their beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking the picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can create an event for you your family and friends will really enjoy. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function staff on 9670 Kia's most awarded SUV just got better. Get ready for the new, refined, seven-seat Kia Sorento. Now, with a dual 12.3-inch panoramic display and Kia Connect technology. Visit kia.com.au to find out more. Kia. Movement that inspires. 2SM has Sydney Talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is nine minutes away from seven here on High Tide with Grant Boyden, Kieran Rigi and Alan Blake. Thank you, Grant. We've got Mr. Bird online, have we? We certainly do. Morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you? Good, mate. How are you doing? Not too bad. Awesome. Great to hear. What's going on? Kieran's got a question for you. Mate, you uh, sent me a message the other day. We were going to talk about trolling for mackerel. Mackerel's yeah. barred up there in Queensland, I do believe, until about the 21st of this month. Where are you Correct. going to go mackerel fishing? Over the border. Uh, <laughs> have you got a special <laughs> permit to come down here into New South Wales? I tried to tell him that. Uh, absolutely, yes. Uh, yeah, You've got to make sure you've got your licence, of course. But look, you know... The thing is, you can um, still catch spotty mackerel. You can still get school mackerel, dog mackerel. So there's a few mackerel you can still catch up here, but it's just the Spanish mackerel you you cannot. Um, so, you know, in saying that, it, there's still fish that can be caught. All right? But, um, you know, again, the, it's the Spanish that are, that are, that are barred, uh, which is a shame. But um, there's been some good catches coming through of your standard spotty mackerel around Mermaid and Palm Beach. Which, and the way I like to troll for those now is, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a way that my brother and I used to do it years ago. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of people don't do it these days, but, you know, because of the effort. And that is with a bit of piano wire, single strand, and you want to go probably about, uh, you know, say, oh, I don't know, 40, 44 pounds, maybe, maybe 68 pounds, 69 pounds. Um, and you put it on a set of gang hooks, but straight gangs, and uh, a bit of net led around the first shank. And before you don't snap off the little curly bit of um, wire that you've got after you do your twist 
for your hooks. Keep that up because what you're going to do is put a chin guard on or a little nose ring, um, which is going to be your um, uh, basically it's it's like a little uh, spring, and that spring will go over the once you put your hooks underneath the belly of the fish, you know, put them in the side, you go underneath from the tail through to the gut, and then the last hook should line up just before his gills, and that way then either hook will line up under his nose or just before his nose. And then what happens is it allows you to actually uh, screw that little uh, spring down over the wire tag, etc., and uh, and that'll be a, a good thing. That means that you can actually turn around now and go, right, I can now tow my bait. But to entice it even more, you're going to need a bit of a... Um, I'll turn off that. Uh, you're going to need a, a bit of skirt. So a pink squid skirt is ideal. And you, when you're trolling, you only want to go slow, in gear, out of gear, in gear, out of gear. And that's it. Like, nothing more than that. Nice and steady. Get that lure or that bait towing really slow and have your drag set quite, you know, at medium. And that'll be more than enough to get the fish going on. I used to run little TLD-5s back in the days because they were fun, you know. But um, your TLD-20s, TLD-25, all that sort of stuff, 15s, they're, they're perfect for this. You know, they're a, um, an affordable, fantastic overhead reel. You can also run your spinners as well, like a... You know, if you want a bit of fun on your spotties, why not like a Stratic 5000 or, or even the new Sedona ranges, which is incredible, the new Vagani uh, tech on those. It's, um, so, you know, there's so much different ways to tow for spotty mackerel um, that you'll, you'll catch a lot more fish than putting out, say, a, a Halco or a, uh, you know, I mean, Halcos are great, don't get me wrong. They're fantastic, the 190 Laser Pros and, and the smaller models. But, you know, having that, live, that, that real life, real bait, being towed around with a squid skirt over the top of him, it just knocks him for a six. I tell you, you kill the fish. You absolutely brain them. So it's a good way to do it. And then, of course, you can move that into your larger baits, like your, your bonito. You're up the size of your hooks. You're up the size of the squid, up the size of the wire. And you're using a larger chin rig underneath the jaw of the fish to keep him down so he'll still swim uh, like a normal, natural fish. And uh, probably the best baits that I like to use a garfish, so garfish, and uh, they hold on nicely. Your pilly can fall off a little bit, but other than that, you know, I think we're um, we're home and host with some pretty good baits there to go fishing for mackerel. You mentioned upsize. If you want to upsize your intake, your daily intake, a step outside. How do we do that, mate? We're back on air tomorrow. Um, <laughs> you excited? <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. We are. We got um, a lot ahead of us, um, you know, and um, you know, it's great to see Anaconda. Uh, there, you know, powering us along with all the fishing gear and outdoor tech that we need. And, and obviously, you know, um, it, it's, yeah, so 2.30 p.m. tomorrow. We're actually up in the canals uh, chasing some mangrove jacks and also other things, uh, you know, giant flathead and broom and stuff like that. So just general bread and butter fish with a couple of swordfish thrown in. And then we're doing some uh, cooking, simple cooking of a, a snapper bow. Uh, but we've also got, with our outside adventurer, and I want to fill you in on this for everyone at home, it, you love you listen to high tide because you love outdoors. You love whether you love fishing or not, but you love the outdoors and you love the camaraderie that comes on the show. But if you're stepping out and you've got a, a, a happy snap, a photo of you catching a fish, maybe holding up your catch or maybe just a tent set up in the backyard, it's, to me that's stepping outside. Send it to our social pages, and every week we've always given away a hundred dollar Anaconda gift card, right? Every every episode. But now, Tonic Eyewear has come on board, along, and they're giving us a, a polarised pair of sunnies away, along with a hat, valued at more than 300 bucks plus the $100 gift card. All you have to do is send a photo, and if you get shown on air, you win this. So jump onto um, and, and to, um, 
at, at our yeah Instagram or Facebook, step outside with Paul Vert, and yeah, we'll we'll grab it and um, you know chuck it in the pile with everyone, and um, hopefully you could win and. Everyone, yeah, there's a one every week given away, so why not? Thanks, Paulie. Got to go. It is high tide. That is the program for today. Thank you very much for listening. Pete Davis coming your way in a few moments' time. Alan Blake, thank you for your time. Enjoy the pub crawl. Oh, I will. Safe boating, everyone. And keep your eye on your sky. Pick up those glasses. You'll see better. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.